0: And now, coming at you from the 5 Star Physique Studio in Knoxville, Tennessee, this is The Drop Set with your host, Darren Starr. Hey y'all, what is up? We are flying by the seat of our pants today and we are just doing it live. So um, I got a few things to go over here, nothing earth shattering. We were just here yesterday and um, I actually got, and you know, I feel like a lot of people say this sometimes, where... Um, you know, somebody on social media will say, I'm getting all kinds of questions about this, or I got such amazing feedback on my last post. And you go to their last post and there's like three comments or like, uh, what? I don't know. I don't get it. Or, you know, somebody who has like 500 followers and they're getting, you know, all this, uh, all these questions. I'm like, Hey, I, I don't know. I know how active your typical 500 followers are on Instagram. They aren't that active or that engaging, unless you're just way more magnetic than I am. So I always take it with a grain of salt when somebody says this. But I got some really awesome feedback from <laughs> yesterday's podcast um, from across the board. I got some Instagram messages, some emails, some uh, notes from clients as well. Uh, they really uh, were, were digging the whole um, burning ceremony. And so what I would love to do is make it... Interactive. So let's do it. And I think I may have said something to this effect yesterday, but come on, that was yesterday. And if you expect me to remember what I said yesterday, you got to be kidding. That's not the way this works in Darren land here. That is not how I operate. So, um, I want to hear from you, and uh, my client Trish mentioned she really enjoyed it, and she's like, I've got some things too. She's like, maybe I'll uh, I'll call and leave a message, and I'm like, totally do it. So I would love to get some voicemails from people that I can put on here. So tell me, what is on your burn list? What, what is in your burning ceremony? And maybe it's something that other people relate to, and maybe it's not, and maybe we can all get a good chuckle out of everybody else's eccentricities. I think that would be fun too. So 865-518-2974. Go to thedropset.com. The number is right there. Um, if you're on your phone, uh, it will be. It should be a clickable link. You can just click that, call it, go straight to my message. You can leave it there and then I'll pull it in here and we'll listen to it and uh, we'll all get a, I'll get a good kick out of it. So share and share alike. This is your chance to be involved. I'd love to hear from everybody on that. Um, I had an interesting experience in the gym today so I felt like a lot of my rants yesterday were centered around my gym which you know I really do like it but man it drives me nuts sometimes too so I, I parked my truck outside and I was walking along the front and you know it's this warehousey building it's not built like you know I mean, it's built like a commercial warehouse, to be clear. So whenever there's music going on inside, which there always is, they have a ridiculously loud sound system, which is way overpowered for that building. And it has the ability to be way too loud and just, you know, migraine inducing. Um, But uh, I heard it and usually they play this just awful hip hop crap. I think I have ranted about that enough, so I won't uh, revisit it here. But I hear uh, Inner Sandman playing. I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, you know, it's a bit overplayed. Um, I've heard this song probably a quarter of a trillion times, but that's cool. It's, it's better. I'm going to take it. And instead, what it is, is it's part of this playlist that mixes hip hop and like pop or rock songs. And they kind of blend them together. And it's just awful because, you know, I'm so let, let's talk music for a second here. I, I am no fan of the Eagles. I, I think they're a pretty lousy band. Um, I know they got a lot of popular songs. They do nothing for me. They are the musical musical equivalent of vanilla ice cream, um, which happens to be my wife's favorite, so I understand that a lot of people go for that. But, uh, yeah, no. I would rather listen to just about anybody than the Eagles. I think they're really bland. But still, when your gym typically plays all this horrible hip-hop crap, and then you hear the familiar strains of the acoustic guitar intro to Hotel California, I'm like, ah, Something familiar. This is not really workout appropriate, but okay. And then some hip-hop person starts doing this speaking crappy nonsense over top of it. I'm like, and it's ruined. And the tempo is 15 beats per minute too fast. And now there's a drum track overlaid on top of it. And this sounds just like dog shit. It's awful. So this whole playlist is going through and it's all this crap. And it's just like, Oh, one thing after another. And it's just awful, awful, awful. I've been there for an hour and I'm like, I I can't take it. I can't take it. And then seamlessly the whole thing starts over and it's inner Sandman again. I'm like, no way. This playlist is an hour long and it's going to be playing in a continuous loop until I go and do something about it. And so it was to the point where it was, it was impacting my workout. Like I was so negative on it. I'm like, I am about to just lose my shit. I cannot take it anymore. Um, And so I went to the front desk and I'm like, dude, please, can we do something? And uh, he did. And it's like my workout took a complete and total 180 after that. So uh, all that to say, man, music means a lot. And I know that it wasn't doing it for a lot of people in there uh, once they shifted to what I had requested. (laughs) But um, you know what? those people can suck it because I deal with that other crap every single day. So I I took the initiative today and I'm like, you know what? I got to make this for me just today. And they did it and it was great. So anyway, that was fun. Um, it was a good workout today. I've got a check in with my coach tomorrow. So I got to get my act together. I've actually, you know, I'm trying to be a a, a teacher's pet, you know, a plus student over here. So, um, I start writing up all my check-in notes, um, so I, I send it on Saturday, I start writing up my check-in notes for the new week the next day on Sunday, and then I just add to it throughout the week, so it's sitting in my drafts, um, and then that way I don't forget anything, I keep a running total of what's going on, and the first thing that I always write on my check-in notes is diet was 100% for the week, because then I've written it down, so it's got to be the case. Now I just have to do it, and make it happen, and make it so that I don't have to go back and edit that note. Um, I did have to go and edit that note today, because last Last night, I had half a cashew. Um, yeah, I mean, it was sad, but uh, I got no regrets, actually. That thing was tasty. Um, and I mean, realistically, it's like, what, a calorie and a half or something like that? I mean, it wasn't much. So, <laughs> um, But that was actually the first bite of off-plan food I've had in a month, so... I'm going to take that as a victory and roll with it. So that's been the diet for the month. Um, My cardio, I've not missed a single minute of cardio for the whole month. So if I say I'm doing a 30-minute session, I'm doing a 30-minute session. I'm not bailing out at 28 and saying it's good enough. Um, I posted my tracker on my Instagram story today. So you can see where I've been for the past couple weeks. That's about how much data will actually fit on the screen. Um, and you can see weights steadily trending down. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. You can see how the cardio is getting worked in, how many calories I'm burning per session, what the lifting schedule looks like, um, and all that good stuff. So had a deep tissue massage yesterday, or I went in for a deep tissue massage and I was talking to the lady and she's like, Yeah, we're not going to do deep tissue work because that's not what you need. Um, uh, So she actually specializes in sports massage, which is a bit different. So it actually started with a movement assessment. And because of what I was complaining about was, you know, it really sucks when I lunge or do a step up. Um, Like this right hip is just bugging the hell out of me. So she had me do that and watched it, asked me some questions, and then she just got to work doing some really light massage work around the lower back, around that hip, the IT band, and then she did a little bit of scraping as well, but not like the kind of aggressive, hardcore scraping that you've seen before. She's like... I I don't buy that. Uh, I I don't think that's necessarily a very productive thing for a lot of people to do. Um, And she actually felt the same about deep tissue work. She's like, all of that stuff really works to just create additional tension in the body. And she's like, specifically for you right now, that is the last thing that you need. So... She's like, what I'm going to do is not going to feel like much. But then once you get up from this table, you're, you're going to see how it feels. And so she started working. I tell you, I fell asleep like three different times, which I've never done during a deep tissue massage. I don't know that it's possible to do that. Um, so, and, and she just like some really light work around the lower back. She worked around to the hip, glued action, a little IT band. And then she did a little scraping with the blades, but it was very light. Um, I'm like, that i don't feel like anything she's like i know i know and (laughs) i got up and lo and behold like all of the tension was gone from my it band and it was the first time i felt like that in months um like i can just in a seated position right here i can lift my right leg and um, my my hip flexor and my it band are not yelling at me um it's not perfectly fixed but man it feels really good and i was kind of shocked and she's like yeah people buy in. and and this kind of uh, goes along with my theory when it comes to bodybuilding and prep as well to some extent She said people are under the impression that if it's not painful and if they're not suffering, then it's not effective. She's like, that is just wrong. That is not how it needs to work. And that is what I say about prep as well. Now, there gets to be a point where, you know, depending on how ambitious your goals are and at what level you're competing, and also, you know, specifics on your metabolism and how your body responds, you may have to suffer a little bit, and it may have to suck for a little bit, but not the whole thing. If you're doing a 16-week prep and 14 weeks out, you feel like death already, you're probably not doing anything that's actually productive. (laughs) at least not as far as your long-term chances of actually getting up on stage. So... Um, worth noting. Anyway, that's my, my week in recap. Um, some feedback from people. So I got a uh, an Instagram uh, message here from Ann Kufner. So thank you, Ann, for the kind note. Um, she just wanted to uh, mention that you know she started listening and started from the beginning. She's up to episode 49. So um, Ann, it's currently August 24th as I record this. You're probably going to hear this sometime in October. So happy Halloween. Hope everything's going for you. I hope you're still listening. She also mentioned she's passed it on to a lot of other people as well. So that is always appreciated. Um, what else do we have here? Um, I know there's nothing more exciting than listening to Darren record a podcast while looking through his phone, looking for shit from people. So, um, what do we got now? Push the right buttons. Damn it. Come on, Darren, get your act together. You can do it. You can do it. Everybody's relying on you. I believe in you. So I got a few questions here. So I posted on my Instagram story. If you're not following me on Instagram, how dare you really? I mean, come on people. That, that is realistically how I do most of my social media is on Instagram. So, um, I post a lot of stuff in my story, I'm actually more active in my story than I'm in my feed. Um, but I posted a question earlier today just saying, Hey, I need a couple of quick hit podcast topics. What you got? Just cause I figure, you know, I've got, a, I've still got a bunch, uh, backed up that, uh, I could, uh, pull out, but, uh, at the same time, that sounded a little questionable. Uh, I've got a bunch of <laughs> topics in the hopper, and I can pull one of those out whenever I whenever I need something, but uh, I kind of want to just do something a little bit more quick and informal, so I got a few suggestions from people. Before I do that, I mentioned yesterday that I was going to have a workout plan online, and I kind of do, um, so I will post that on uh, Instagram and in my feed shortly here, um, but uh It is, if you go to 5starphysique.com or thedropset.com and click in the menu uh, up at the top where it says Workout Plans, um, you will see the latest one. Um, The top entry there is Women's Physique Blueprint. So that is now live and available, and it is the first one that I have available where I'm offering a pro version as well. Um, which is basically a week's worth of verbal feedback from me on uh, on your videos that you send me. So it's a chance for you to actually see, like, okay, I'm gonna record myself, I'm gonna send these videos to Darren, he's gonna watch them, and then basically I'm gonna get my own little personalized podcast episode because that's how I record all my feedback into the same microphone right here, much like what I'm doing right here. I'm watching the videos on my phone, record everything, send it over via email. So there's a pro version of that available, and depending on the response that I get from that, and also I know it's it's extra work for me too, so. I kind of want to see what the uh, what the added load feels like on my side over here. Uh, and then I may go, may go back and offer that for previous ones and then new ones going forward as well. So this is kind of a test run. Um, so if you go to, again, 5starphysique.com or thedropset.com, click on Workout Plans, Women's Physique Blueprint. you have to click on Read More. So I was having some website issues yesterday <laughs> whenever I tried to make an edit, um, and put on like, there's, there's buttons on there that say buy now. Whenever I tried to put one of those on the entire website would go down and offline for four minutes, like completely inaccessible to me behind the scenes, how I log into it to make changes. And also to anybody who just wanted to pull it up and see who is this tool bag out here. That's, you know, yammering on about all this crap all day long. So, um, it was kind of freaking me out a little bit. I have not resolved it yet, but I did manage to get, um, if you click on read more, you can, there's a a full description of the workout plan there. And there are buttons on that page that would allow you to purchase either version of the plan. So anyway, check that out. It will be on Instagram shortly as well. If you need a quick link there. So um, let's, let's go over. um, I had some great topics here. So um, this came from, oh shoot, hold on, hold on. I want to get this name, right. I'm going to make a stab at this, but in my defense, um, he is in Denmark, so I'm gonna try. Uh, Joachim Munkager, I think, um, who I've, I've gotten some messages from him before. We've chatted back and forth. Um, really cool guy, men's physique competitor, pretty good looking physique, too. So, um, I don't remember how far out he is on his show, but I know he's in prep and he's like, man. Podcast during cardio is money, dude. So keep them coming. Um, so he said, uh, you know, as far as me asking, what do I talk about? And he said, prep men's physique, things to worry about and what not to signals to look out for. So, you know, I mean, these, this is the same thing that could apply to basically any division or also, you know, anyone just doing a cut things to watch out for. Um, Basically, um, I'm a huge fan, as any of my clients know, I'm a huge fan of variable tracking. So tracking numbers, tracking energy, tracking cardio output throughout the week and all of that stuff. So what I'm looking for, and I know this from my own experience as well, if my cardio output falls off, and it's not really about how I feel about it, because that doesn't really matter. You know, if if I start liking it a little bit less, okay, that's fine, but am I still hitting it as hard? That's what really counts. So like your caloric burn, or if you're tracking RPMs or distance covered over time or something like that, you know, your mileage splits, whatever, um, are you maintaining a relatively consistent level of intensity on that? Which does mean you kind of got to track that. Um, And so that's what I track caloric burn, um, because I always use the same machine. We talked about that a few episodes um, previous about you know heart rate monitors, caloric burn on cardio machines. How useful are those numbers? So if you consistently use the same machine, yeah, they can be pretty useful. Um, and I do. I'm always on the same machine except Sunday afternoons. I use the uh, Arc Trainer at the gym. So um, track your cardio intensity and make sure it's not falling off a cliff. Similarly, log your workouts and track your strength output. Now you can expect over the course of a prep um, that you are probably going to notice a little bit of a dip in strength, but it's also commensurate to how strong you are typically. Like I am not a particularly strong dude. Um, like my my max squat, my max deadlift, and my max bench, especially is gonna impress nobody at all. So for a guy I weigh currently like two eleven and change um, coming down from about a high of two thirty. Um, the most I've ever benched in my life was two sixty five. That is the most I have ever benched. and I did that for, I think five reps. Uh, that's it. That, that that's not super impressive. And I understand that. Now, some of you might be thinking, dude, that's a lot. No, it's not. Not For somebody that's been doing this as long as I have, and for a guy my size, that is not a lot of output. You know, benching just a little over one time your body weight. Mm, no, no, not going to impress anybody. Similarly, my my squats in the 300s, most I've ever deadlifted was sumo style for 405. That's it. Tops, top numbers, not particularly strong. So If you're not super strong to begin with, you can expect your strength drop-off during prep to be less significant. It's the really high max output that when you're on a deficit, you're going to notice a bigger hit on. So um, don't expect that your strength has to fall off a cliff when you prep. But if if you notice that it is taking a little bit of a hit, just think, okay what are my typical maxes? Are they on the high side? Um, because, okay, then I would say, you know, a bit of a strength dip. We're, we should expect that, and that's okay. If they're a little bit more moderate, middle of the road, and you're still seeing a performance dip, you may be on too aggressive of a deficit. Similarly, track your weight. Um, you know, initially, like the, my, my um, previous week, I actually dropped about five and a half pounds, um, which is uncommon. And this week, it's been closer to two. So if I had dropped five and a half pounds two weeks in a row, I'd be concerned about that. Um and, and I'd be like that's not good you know that's that's not all useless weight that I'm losing there, so um, you know there there is value in you know continuing to see that scale drop, but what we're trying to do is lose fat, not lose weight. And losing weight means that you could be losing fat, you could be losing muscle as well. Now, typically you're not going to lose muscle that fast, but something's going on if you're dropping that much weight in consecutive weeks. So it should be a little bit slower, a little bit steadier, unless you're coming from a really high weight and you've got a plan set up where you're like, I've got to drop 45 pounds in 16 weeks. In which case, good luck to you. It's doable. I've done it with people before, and I've seen other people people that have done it. It's not ideal, not optimal. So just keep in mind the, the rate. Um, other than that, um, I'm trying to think here. What, what else, what are some other good ones? Signals to, to look out for, um, you know, really being comprehensive, you know, guys, if you're on cycle, um, you know, getting your blood work checked at about the halfway point probably isn't a terrible idea. At the very least being on the lookout for any kind of side effects that might be creeping in just because your cycles are going to get to that point where everything is kicked in. Um, levels are going to be relatively high all over the place. So you just want to make sure that, you know, first of all, that you're not being overly aggressive with how many compounds and the dosages that you're using, but also just, you know, Keep an overall uh I mean check your blood pressure, that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, very very obvious basic things, but we can lose sight of that when we really get deep into the weeds. Um and the other thing is diet fatigue. You know, I always ask, you know, because prep is long, it's 16 weeks. Um depending on your dietary approach, um, you know, are you changing things up? Um, you know, if you're working with a coach, do they give you the ability to change things up? Um, if it gets to the point where you're like, Oh my God, if I have to eat the same shit for one more day, I'm going to blow my brains out. Time out. You know what? There's a lot of ways to do this. We should change up some foods. Okay. We can absolutely do that. So, um, your, your mental state as you go through prep is important because one of the biggest things about prep is making sure you actually get to the end of it. And if you drive yourself insane and you quit before you make it to the end, then suddenly, however well it was going, it's now done prematurely and that's no good. So there you go. That's, that's something at least. Those, those are the things that I'm looking out for. Kind of the big picture things. Um, let's see. Deontay says, uh, cardio right after lifting. Yeah. Good question. So, Um, I am loaded with opinions on cardio timing and I've talked about this in the past, you know, the general question, when is the best time to get cardio in? And my general answer, uh, you know, very broadly is whenever you can, um, make sure it gets done. Let's focus on that first. First and foremost, that's the most important thing. Now, let's dig in a little bit deeper. Cardio right after lifting, not a huge fan. Cardio intensity counts. Um, you know, if, you've, if you're if you a fan of bodybuilding and history, then, you know, I mean, everybody's seen videos of Ronnie Coleman walking on the treadmill at, you know, two and a half, three miles per hour and for who knows for how long, and that's his cardio. That is a very inefficient way to do cardio. Yeah, it worked for Ronnie Coleman. Ronnie Coleman could have done cardio just by, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something very low intensity that wouldn't just be wildly inappropriate to say right here. I think you know where my head's going though. Ronnie Coleman could have done anything for cardio and it probably would have worked and he probably still could have won Mr. O because the dude is a freak of nature. Um so don't follow that as a template for what you should do. Cardio should feel like work. And if it doesn't, you ain't doing it right. And so after you've just completed a lift that's an hour or an hour and a half long, how much work are you really going to want to do? How much do you have left in the tank realistically? So I'm not a huge fan of post-workout cardio. For that reason, and also for me, I've just finished my lift. If I had to stick around for post workout cardio and do it then, I would never get it done because it'd be like, fuck that! I got to go home. I got shit to do. I don't have time to sit around here for another thirty or forty minutes. No, I've I've, you know I got to let my dogs outside. I just can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. So, um, I am a fan of fasted cardio. And it is not necessarily for reasons that a lot of people think. A lot of people think, okay, fasted cardio is something you got to do it. You know, it, it's an essential of prep, and you know, you you just got to got to get it done fasted because it's more effective. I, I like it, but you know, I, I think it's it's more effective for a couple of reasons that are less obvious. Um, I like it because it's a good way to start the day. Um, especially if you only need to knock out like 30 minutes of cardio a day, hey, make that the very first thing you do, and then guess what you don't have hanging over your head the rest of the day? f cardio, man. Get it done. Get that shit done. Knock it out. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Also... It's a great way metabolically to start the day. You get up, you sweat, you get your heart rate up, you spike that metabolism, you increase your post-exercise oxygen consumption, your metabolism elevated for the rest of the morning. Things are rocking and rolling. It's, It's helpful for that way. There's nothing magical about doing cardio on an empty stomach. There is something magical for me about doing it early in the morning. Um, and it's more routine-based and setting a tone. It's kind of like the idea of uh oh, I can't remember his name. The uh, the retired Admiral McRaven, I think, who gave the commencement speech, um, about and and wrote a book about making your bed first thing in the morning. And his rationale was, you know, it sets the tone for everything that follows. It is something very quick and very easy that gives you a feeling of accomplishment. I've done this and I've done something productive and now I'm on to the next task. Um, it, my, my rationale behind why fasted cardio is a good thing has more to do with that than any kind of science about it being more effective. And also, all, all you need to do is that you know there are a whole host of people out there who don't do fasted cardio. Um, And they they are perfectly successful without doing it. Um, One that I follow on Instagram is uh, Heather Dees. She's going to be in the Olympia figure division in another three, four weeks. And, uh, I mean, she's always lean as hell all the time. Never does fasted cardio. Um, Now, she does do about two hours a day, which is a good indication of, you know, what it takes to be successful at the highest level of the pro ranks. Um, So, fasted cardio, no, not essential, but I do prefer it. Um, and I, what I lay out for my clients is, um, here's your cardio. Let's do it fasted if you can, for those reasons. And if you can't, that's fine. I don't like it post-workout because I think the, ener- the energy lacks, the focus lacks, the intensity lacks for most people. Not everybody is is wired the same way I am in my brain. Thank God for that. I think we can all agree upon that, right? But Post-workout, I'm like, yeah, you're going to be tired, et cetera. And plus, you're condensing all of your activity for the day, all of your exercise, quote-unquote, into one session. Um, whereas if you do break it up and you lift and do cardio separately, um, it is a little bit more effective, metabolically speaking. So, And that has nothing to do with it being post-workout, but just separating it from your lift as uh, in some way is helpful. Um, and then what else do we have? Um, Natalie. Oh, yeah. Hey, Natalie, how you doing? <laughs> she says... Why do women lose so much slower? <laughs> Hence my losses. I think she was, she was calling me out on my tracker that I posted there. Like, you bastards. Steady weight loss. What the hell? So first of all, yeah, men are um, just hormonally, metabolically more advantaged to, to losing weight. It's the way they were built. Um, You men have lower estrogen. Estrogen does not help with weight loss. (laughs) So there's very powerful hormonal factors at play here. Um, That doesn't mean that women can't get lean. I would say, generally speaking, they've got to work a little bit harder than guys do. So when you see a woman woman that's in tip-top shape, super lean, you're like, man she ain't getting away with nothing. <laughs> Whereas if you see a guy on the beach and he's got abs, you're like, he probably wakes up like that every fucking day. So screw him. You know, It doesn't matter. Um, not necessarily true. I know I'm making broad sweeping generalizations here, but generally speaking, yeah, I mean, women have to work a little bit harder for it than men do. Um, now, another thing specifically, because I always hesitate to, to post my tracker because I know that it's not going to be in line with what a, a lot of other people see and that kind of stuff. But The other thing to to keep in mind here is this is a demonstration of the value of phasing or cycling your dietary phases. So I am on week four of my cut. It is also the first four weeks I've been cutting in over a year. So I've built up a lot of metabolic capital of being at or above maintenance levels, doing a lot less cardio. So yeah, when I bring it, and I, I you know, my diet's been kinda sloppy. I've been able to kind of get away with maintaining roughly the same weight. If I'm trying to gain a little bit, it can't go up a little bit. Um but you're you're putting less overall stress on your body, on your metabolism, on your nervous system by not running into deficit, by not doing a ton of cardio. I think there's a lot of value in taking breaks from both of those. So the longer you cut, the longer you diet, um, the, the more difficult it becomes for it to be effective. So um, even for clients that I work with who are in a prolonged cut, I'm like, let's try and get our calories up for a little bit here. Let's give your body just a little bit of a break. You know, we should still be able to lose a little bit. Maybe our rate of loss decreases for a little bit, but you know what? This is like stopping at a gas station on a cross-country trip, yeah, it's going to kill your time. But if you don't stop for it, you're never going to make it there. So we got to stop for it. Um, so I've been, you know, for a little over a year, actually, for about 13 months, I've either been in a growth or a maintenance phase. So, yeah, I, I was ready for this. I was ready for this. And so my body, I expected it to respond pretty well when I when I started doing this. And the other thing is, um, you know, I'm not going to sell my effort short like i've been absolutely killing it and i've been a hundred percent on point for every single day no exceptions except for that one half of a cashew last night. So that, I mean, that, that level of consistency will get you places, but also just giving your body metabolically a little bit of a break. So it's not cutting all the time is tremendously helpful too. So there you go. Um, let me see if, if, since I've been blathering on here, if anybody else has posted any kind of questions here, let me just see what we got. Uh. Uh, once again, oh, let's all listen to Darren browse through his phone. That's so exciting. Oh, no, that's it. All right. So thank you to you three. I appreciate the questions. That was fantastic. And uh, that's pretty much all I've got. So what do I have lined up for this weekend? So um, I'm about to go out and buy a pair of shoes. That is noteworthy because that happens about once a year. And I noticed these Nikes that I got right about a year ago, they're starting to come apart at the toe a little bit. And it's the same pair of shoes I wear every day. So all y'all that have. Like this closet full of shoes. I'm like, man, I got one pair. (laughs) I'm not a clothes person or a shoes person. So I'm about to run out to the department store and uh, I shop for shoes much the same way I shop for groceries as fast as possible. How quickly can I get in and out of the store? So it does usually impact the quality of my selection, but damn it, I hate it. I hate shopping for shoes. So the first thing I see that doesn't make me want to vomit and that feels okay on my foot, that's my selection. So um, I will, uh, I'll keep you posted on that. <laughs> so I'm about to run out and do that. Um, I don't think there's anything going on tonight. I've gotten into watching the shield. This is like from the, the early two thousands. If you remember that show, I'd never seen it before. Um, but my wife and I started watching that. We're about like seven episodes in right now. I love it. It's fantastic. We're catching up on a couple other things as well. Better call Saul, um, sharper, sharp, sharp objects, um, on HBO, which is interesting and starting to get really weird. Um, tomorrow, I think we're going to an engagement party. It's a day off from lifting to me. I'm moving my day off to Saturday this week. Going to hit legs on Sunday. Give the legs just a little bit more time to recover before I go and hit them again. Um, Check in tomorrow with Coach, and uh, hopefully she's got some good feedback for me. Or maybe she'll just tell me, dude, you are slacking. What the hell is going on? And then my confidence will be shot to hell, and uh, I'll go cry myself back to sleep. So we'll see how it goes. I will keep posted on that too. Um, That's all I got. So I'm going to stop my yammering here. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. Once again, Again, that new workout plan is online, The dropset.com or 5 Click on Workout Plans. It's the first one listed up there. Um, certainly email me if you have any questions. Um, from the website, you can also just click on Contact. There's a form there that goes straight to me. You can also email me, darren at 5 fitnesscom That's star with two R's, five spelled out, F-I-V-E. Um, social media, Facebook. Pinterest, YouTube, five-star physique. You can search for those, um, on Twitter at Darren star and Instagram, which is the one that uh, seriously, you don't follow me on Instagram. I don't think we're friends anymore. That that's, uh, I'm going to take it personally from this point on. So that's at Darren underscore star with two R's Darren with one R. Let me, let me just back up and spell it at D A R I N underscore S T A R R. Okay thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. And don't forget, I would love to hear what you are burning. What is on your piece of paper that you are burning? What are you trying to let go of that you feel like you need to take some deliberate action to actually let go of? Call me, leave me a message, 865-518-2974. Once again, that number is at thedropset.com. Let me know what you think. Peace out. Have a great week.